Coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about stories from the road. So stick around. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. I love riding in the Ozarks. I really love riding down into Arkansas. You know, Missouri and Arkansas rides, they can't be beat. No matter where you ride, do yourself a favor and go by Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first level five Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. Plus, their red-level technicians can help keep you riding. Seriously, go check them out online at heartlandhonda.com or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. Let me ask you something. Are you a defensive driver? Well, we all are when we're driving something on four wheels. It's just natural. But how about when you're on two wheels? See a lot of signs along the road asking motorists to watch for motorcycles. Look twice, save a life. But if you're ever injured by a negligent driver, call Dr. Brad Bradshaw, 417-333-3333. Dr. Bradshaw is devoted to helping injury victims obtain the quality medical care that they need and the full financial compensation that they're entitled to. So do me a favor. After the show, check him out online at bradbradshaw.com. Save this number. It's easy to remember. 417-333-3333. Dr. Brad Bradshaw, physician, surgeon, and lawyer. And he's a writer, too. Welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. With me, as always, is Randy Lewis from BikeWorks in Urbana, Missouri. What's up, my dude? Nothing. And that's just the damn way I want to keep it today. Well, you are getting old, so you can't expect too much stuff to be up. Well, I've been out and about, and I'm running around, and I'm 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 an old tuckered out old man. Yeah, it's time. It, yeah, it's time, time for, a, nap. for a, a nap, a sandwich, some murder. She wrote maybe an old black and white or two. And what did you say? A Taiwanese massage? <laughs> yeah, get one of those Thailand massages from a lady boy. No. <laughs> You crossed the line there. Ah, uh, no, no. I know your style. So, what try did everything you... twice, right? You yeah, never know. You might sure. might have right. had a bad experience the first time. So, hit it again. <laughs> God almighty. So, what did you do this weekend? Went camping with the family? Yeah, I sure did. I sure did. As bad as it pained me to take some time off, um, I freaking took a day and a half, two days off than my normal scheduled days off. I didn't do jack shit, but just... Live the good old American plaid shorts and flip-flops life. <laughs> Are you entitled now? Hell no, I'm not entitled. It was more like, uh, you know, a handful of years ago, something I had to give between my EMS schedule and the shop. It was that time my wife was like, Randy, it's happening, okay? With or without you. Oh, you got told. Eh, so I got asked is what it was. Nobody tells me shit. 
And I don't care if my wife is listening or awesome not listening. She doesn't ever listen. <laughs> no, she knows. She com- She always has this conversation with her mom and her so sister. So she knows how to work you. Every woman does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a good time. I just bought a camper. I coach high school football, so we had a way way long drive Friday night. So I got back about two o'clock, two thirty actually was Saturday about four morning. Four hours away. One yeah, way. it was. So I woke up around, I don't know, I think it was like 7.30, 8 o'clock, something like that, and loaded up the camper and drug the hoodlums to the lake. Way to go. Yeah. Well, I wanted to also touch base on neat stories from the road. Yeah, yeah. Have you had any? No. <laughs> no. So, well, that's the end of the podcast, and have a nice day. I mean, I've had some good ones. I've seen some shit as far as out there on the road. Um, the way I am, you know... What's neat to me and what's neat to somebody else is completely different. So here's the thing with me. I have the most fun when shit goes awry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like the one that sticks out to me in my mind the most. I can't remember if we referenced this trip or not, but um, my wife got a wild hair up her ass and decided to do something nice for me. And for my birthday, she put together a ride. You know, whose wife does that? So she gets all my buddies, got got our crew together. We had like, I don't know, it was like 25, 30 bikes, something like that. So we head off on the Peel Ferry ride. Actually, you can find that on OzarkRides.com. So one of our dudes. Shameless plug. Insert here. Is what it is. <laughs> um, you got you to gotta give credit where credit's due. So, you know, we all load up and it's bomb ass morning, right? I mean, everything's going great. We get down, the ferry had already left. So there's a little eatery right there next to it. So we sat down, had some lunch, had some whatever. And I think they freaking called ahead or something because some locally hot, I'm not going to say she was a dime. I'm just saying locally good looking woman with my wife right there. Uh, comes out and puts a Modelo's necklace on me and they sing happy birthday and all that shit. And of course I'm irritated with that. I got oh, a little, that goes all over me when that happens. To oh me. man. But it was a good time. I'm not so obtuse that I can't recognize a good deed when it's done. So we have some dessert everything's good. Everything's rolling. Ferry's coming back. So we all load up and this is when shit started happening and I absolutely ate it up. So mind you from this eatery to the, the ferry, it's only like, 60 yards away, maybe a hundred. Oh, I know you're the pushing. one you're talking about. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> we get down there and my, I, think, I can't remember if it was my wife's helmet or someone else's helmet falls off the back of a bike. Well, someone who was already parked, she, it was a guy's wife goes running after it. And I mean, she's freaking heels overhead falls face plants on this concrete or asphalt. Right. I'll leave a mark. Yeah. And starts rolling her ass down the hill after this helmet. Didn't catch the helmet. Dang near went in the water. Did the helmet get made it to the water though, didn't it? No, hell no. She she surpassed where the helmet went. I think when she bent over to pick it up, she just lost her shit. So she's rolling. So everybody gets a good laugh out of that. You know, there's the first thing. It's just, just funny, right? So uh, we end up getting on the ferry. Pretty cool ass time. You know, if you've never been on a ferry, it's pretty neat. It, it really actually is just to be on a boat on the water with your motorcycle cruising across the lake. So we get to the other side. Everything's still going good. I notice we lost a handful of guys. I'm like, well, this is odd. What the shit, you know? So we pull over and stop. And I tell the group that I'm with, because I was in the front, and I say, hey, just just stay here. I'll phone you if we need something. I'm going to backtrack and figure out what's going on. So I backtrack. Lo and behold, it's like seven, eight miles I backtrack. 
finally find my, the rest of the crew and one of my, my good friends broke down on the side of the road. All right. So what the hell's going on? Why, why is he broke down? Lost a tube on a skinny 21, a 2.15 wide, 21 inch front tire. So you can imagine at a front too. So it handles like shit in a hurry. <laughs> so they're parked on the side of the road trying to figure out what's going on. And in the midst of that, this homosexual couple comes up. Worry are nothing against it. If that's the way you swing, that's the way you swing, whatever. Okay. But it was just hilarious to the point where he's plugging some come on back to my place, boys. I got some blackberry cobbler, <laughs> you know, just like a little kid in a, in a freaking dude in a van, you know, yeah. <laughs> just luring him in. So we're getting a chuckle out of that. Um, we're in the middle of freaking nowhere. The nearest bit of civilization is, it's probably backwards another 12, 15 miles. Yeah. And then forwards on up, we're eight miles back to where we were at. And then we're another 10 or 15 miles to the next town or gas station, you know? So it sucks. Nothing is readily available right there. So luckily, and Craig, I'm going to preface this right now. Oh, here we You're go. You're going to say some shit about this. So one of my buddies on his Harley touring bike carries a bunch of tools. So luckily, well, yeah. <laughs> I knew yeah. it. I knew it. So luckily he had everything that I possibly needed. Okay. Except for tube patches. So it sucks. Um, so I get there, I find this big ass rock. I drag it over to the bike, lift the bike up. We push the rock underneath of it. So then it pulls the wheel off the ground. I take the front wheel apart, break the thing down on the side of the road, find there's a hole in the tube. Well, the guy that broke down his wife at the time happened to be riding a Kawasaki ZX six, I think, or no, it was a six fifty Ninja. So he hops on it and starts smoking ass backwards to the next town. So he gets to Dollar General, brings me back patches. So I said, make sure there are two patches. Brings me back tire patches. If you've ever done this, it does not work. Okay. It just does not work. It will not, it will not hold to the tube. So we F around with this thing for literally an hour, hour and a half, something like that. Finally, there are no two patches to be found anywhere. So we're kind of shit out of luck. Um, you would think being a mechanic, I would carry a bunch of extra stuff. Hell no. I don't give a shit. Okay. It's bad. Okay. If you care about anything and don't want to be held up and you want to be able to fix stuff, carry a handful of almost survival items, if you will, as far as mechanics and goes. So none of us has got anything we need. Oh, and I forgot to mention it wasn't just one hole because as he wrote it, when it went flat, it pinched like three or four holes into it. Sure. So it, it wasn't just the simplest of things. So Here's where it looks bad on my part for not being well-equipped, if you will. But here's what's absolutely, yeah, in the mechanics world. Mm -hmm. So anyway, (laughs) try to dig me on a less quality. I took a shot. (laughs) So anyway, um, what I'm getting to is here's the badass thing about the motorcycle community. And it's not just because it was kind of my crew and a bunch of my dudes. Um, Motorcyclists are just like this. So we get to the point where it's it's kind of getting dark. It's kind of getting to the point where, look, we got to shit or get off the pot. Either we make a big trip, go somewhere with tube patches, come back, fix this thing, um, and smoke on, or we just you know, quit right there while we're somewhat ahead and figure out a way to get his bike home. So 
one of the other dudes in the crew was like, Hey, I, I got a brother-in-law or a cousin or a Funkalusin, whatever it is in this area who lives in Branson and he's legit. So he makes one phone call and the guy's like, I'm on my way. Just send me your, send me where you're at. So dude brings a truck, truck, not a truck and trailer. So it was a, it was a sporting event trying to get this bike into the back of the truck, but he does it. So I'm like, all right, shit, you know, we gotta, I gotta figure out, I, I haven't heard back from the other group or anything like that. So I, I need to make sure they're square too. Cause it had been a while since we talked to them. So that truck gets on the way. The guy that knew the guy coming to pick him up says, dude, it's getting late. Get the rest of these guys home. We're in a decent spot. I'll sit and wait with him to make sure that he knows where we're at and where we're going. So I'm like, all right, cool. No worries. So we leave them and we go heading up the road. This is almost three hours later. And guess what? That other freaking group is still sitting there waiting. Really? Yeah. So they didn't haul off and say, screw nope, you they guys, didn't say, we're going home. F off, you know, this is too much. This is whatever. We're, we're ride or die, right? So we get back to the group. Everything's square. You know, it, it's getting dark right now, which as everybody knows, I love to ride at night, but not everybody does. So of course I take point and I'm like, eh, no big deal. So we end up, as soon as we get on 65, the other guy with his truck is heading up the road that we just got off of. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's, that's good. I know help is on the way, whatever. Well, that guy was stuck with two motorcycles. What do you do? So his wife hops in the truck with this other guy. She's never met before. You would think, Ooh, there's a red flag, but no, we're close knit. We're motorcyclists. You don't, his name wasn't Chester. Was it? <laughs> no, I think, I think it was Buffalo Bob. I'm not for sure. I think that's what they called him. Anyway, so she hops in with him. They get it loaded up. And then AJ is my buddy. He rides her crotch rocket who he does not ride crotch rockets. Okay. He's a Harley dude through and through. That's it. But he gets on the crotch rocket. He follows him home. The other guy leads on his motorcycle. So we got a, a Harley touring the truck with the Harley in the back and then the crotch rocket behind. So hindsight skip to where we're at. Um, I meet up with the other group and I'm like, God, man, I'm, I thought you guys would have split. And they're like, hell no. What if you needed something? I'm like, well, I agree, but you know, thanks. So then we get on 65 and it's basically interstate. It's four lanes all the way from there to Buffalo. So it was pretty freaking dope. Like we're not one percenters. Okay. We don't claim to be, we don't try to be, but we're legit side by side running 90, hundred miles an hour you know, moving through traffic, everything's going just well. Like a well-orchestrated machine is just kicking ass down 65 highway. Those are the best times. Yeah. So we all get back. It's late at night. Everybody's in great spirits. And the damnedest thing, I talk, you know, I still talk with these dudes and they're like, that's the best ride we've ever been on. I'm like, really? You know, everything that could go wrong seemed like it went wrong. They're like, no man, it was fun. It was absolutely great. You know, it was, that stuff was what, made it so much more fun. So a four or five hour ride turned into like a 15, 16 hour ride, but everybody absolutely had the best time on that ride. And that's the stuff where I say when, when stuff goes awry, I thrive. Like I have the most fun. I like figuring stuff out on the fly. You know, yeah, you can go ride somewhere and see a bunch of snatch, get some strippers out there. That's all great. It's like Apollo 13. <laughs> yeah. And it's screwed up, but it turned out pretty good. Yeah, exactly. That's the shit that, you know, legends are made of, I guess, if you will. But, you know, I still we'll call talk, that the Apollo ride. I'm gonna, I never thought about that, but I'll take it. 
All right. But we still talk to the day about, hey, remember that ride we took on the ferry? When are we going to do that again? I'm like, with or without the problems? I'm like, we don't care. Just do it. Yeah. Okay, well, that that's a pretty good story. Eh, it'll do. It'll do. Okay, I guess it'd be my turn. One story that I have is I like to take trips to see my daughter who lives way up northeast Washington State, up by the Canadian border. So I go up to visit them, and I take my bike, and I stay off the highways. And I'm doing everything I can right now to refrain from saying, except for Kansas. So we'll just move on past Kansas. <laughs> and Don't get me started. So on this one trip, three little if episodes, and this was in the summer. Well, what we think of as the summer, I left in uh, June, early June, to go out there. So my first adventure was going across Highway 82. In Colorado. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It takes you from Twin Lakes over to Aspen, and that takes you across Independence Pass. All right. All right. It's high up there. I can pick up what you're putting down. Well, it was a beautiful summer, sunny day, <laughs> not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> Didn't even need a jacket. It was just that nice and warm. And then all Ideal weather. So I'm taking this ride, and it's the first time I had been across this pass. It was all new territory to me. And Independence Pass is, like I said, it's a typical two-lane, high up in the mountains, windy, switchback. It's yeah. the perfect road. The straightest part is in the middle of a curve. Exactly. And one of the things that struck me was, I'm not seeing any traffic coming my way. I'm heading in a westerly direction. There's nothing coming east before I even get up to the pass. And then I noticed it's getting a little chilly. <laughs> I thought, well, this is kind of cool. Well, that's to be expected. You're raising an elevation. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I pull over and put on a light coat. And I go for about another 15, 20 miles. It's getting cold. <laughs> like so, Mr. Rogers yeah, out here. So slipping I put coats on a heavy on. coat. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's starting to get a little dusty. And what I mean by dusty, snow. Snow, yeah. Just light sprinkle and stuff like that. And I go, Welcome well, to Colorado, honey. This kind of sucks, but you know what? It's. I'm in it now. Yeah. It's too far to turn around and go back because the, the detour would have been a whole nother day. <laughs> just so, burn the ships and let's stay. So I just decided, you know what, I'll just, I can do this. I'll just go nice and slow. Take it easy. There's nobody behind me. There's damn sure nobody in front of me looking, <laughs> coming my way. Anyways, by the time I get to the top of the pass, and I actually, I, I'll break out the photo album for you one day and show you. I got off the bike and took pictures because the roads were completely snowed over. The plows hadn't got up there. This was fresh, snowing right now snow. Yeah. And uh, so I, what could I, what, you couldn't do anything. All you can do is just, well, I've, meet, I've met the crest. <laughs> Let's <laughs> ride this trick to the other it's, end. We're going downhill, so it's only going to get better from here. <laughs> so just, I mean, inched my way. Yeah. Kind of those where you put your feet down and kind of use them as skis. Yeah. Just point it in the right direction. Exactly. And just hope that you don't <laughs> stay off that front brake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that was the first awakening on that trip. You thought, what the hell have I got myself into? No, it's, you know, it's one of those experiences where you go, shit, I wouldn't want to do that again. But what a cooler lifelong yeah. experience. Yeah. So we got through all of that. And I think it was the next day. Uh, I got over to the northern part of Colorado, Craig, Colorado. No relation to me. Yeah, you wish. Huh. Uh, have you been to Craig, Colorado? Aye. 
No, I don't wish. <laughs> it's pretty fitting for you, though. Well, it's an old cow town. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, much to see here, folks. <laughs> no. So I'm taking 40, I think, is the uh, road there out of Craig heading due west. And again, it's warm. It's nice. It's a summer day. We're not in the high elevations. We're out in the plains. And I'm going to, uh, as I do with all my trips, try to take a new road I'm not familiar with. And so I'm riding over to the border town of Utah and Colorado called Dinosaur, of all things. Okay. It's where they have. Let's run with it. There's not much there. It's um, kind of a tourist trap because of the dinosaur fields. Okay. <laughs> and what you see, the, the, the geography on this road is a whole lot of nothing. And this is before you get to town. And often those distances, you see a lot of plateaus. And I'm you can't see on, on the podcast, obviously. I'm pointing to Randy to a classic... Uh, David Mann. David Mann painting yeah. we have or the Ghost Rider. And there's, there's that plateau. Yeah. You see a lot of that. That's what the terrain looks like. And I'm looking off to the north. And I'm out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, probably for 100 miles. Perfect. Forward or backwards. Don't stall. Yeah. You're yeah. screwed. <laughs> uh, not even a quick Not even trip. locals go there. No, it's just it's just a through lonely highway. And the, the skies are starting to darken. I think, and I'm not afraid of rain. I, it looks like it might rain just a trifle bit. <laughs> I got about Yeah, I got about 30 miles down the road and the sky was literally black. Yeah. And this thing was rolling in. And it started raining. I'd by then I'd put my frog togs on, but what was probably the scariest thing I've ever experienced on a bike, it started lightning, cloud to ground, dang, Bolt lightning. There's only one thing to hit out there, and it's you. That's it. There was even if you pulled over, you're just a standing still target. Yeah. Let's make it a moving target and keep going. <laughs> Let's see how savvy you and are. And I mean, it was coming down scary. And anybody that says, oh, I wouldn't be scared, you're a liar. <laughs> you're uneducated is what you <laughs> you're are. You're a stupid <laughs> yeah. liar. I was scared to death. I just knew I was going to get popped. Yeah. And um, so that was all on the same trip. And last on this very same trip, I got a motel in Browning, Montana, which is just outside of Yellowstone. Where you pay by the hour. Yes, pay uh -huh. by the hour. <laughs> Beautiful summer day. And you're just outside of Yellowstone. Thought nothing of it. I get up in the morning and I open the door to go get on my bike, get my bike loaded. Snow covered. It's covered, buried yeah. in snow. Well, not literally buried, but there's lots of snow. Welcome to the mountains, homie. Yeah. So, and I didn't, I didn't uh, take the going to the sun highway. Uh, because as always, it was closed so much of it. Oh, shoot. Early part of the summer, what we think of summer, that stuff still got like 12 foot of snow on yeah. it. Like it didn't thaw out until even, I've even been out there in, in August and the roads are plowed, but there's like seven, eight foot embankments of snow right next to the well, road. Either that or construction has kept me from riding it ever. I've yeah. never have. And I wish I could. That's like the slowest place in the world with construction. Yeah. So I get out and I thought, well. You know, a day's ride, good hard day's ride from my daughter's house. I'm not going to set another day here in this motel. Yeah. I get bundled up. I look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> this is before electric liners. <laughs> like that kid on uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, with the bubble wrap. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I get on that, dust that bike off and get on it and start easing down the road down Highway 2 towards Kalispell. 
which oh, is a little man. bit lower elevation, but it was still. And the I locals found us, are like, hey, honey, come look at this idiot. Well, kind of, because I get behind a uh, snowplow, you know, and kind of tucked in behind that guy. Yeah. But come around to the left of me was his family van, little <laughs> minivan, full of kids. And the kids had their hands up on the windshield and their faces glued. <laughs> and, you know, they're just pointing and looking, going, yeah. look at this idiot. Look at this idiot. Hey, on the right here, tourists, we've got an idiot riding a motorcycle in yeah. a snowstorm. Get your cameras out. But I didn't wreck. And yeah. I got to my daughter's. There you go. And I took a two-week rest. <laughs> and turned around and came back. A different route. A different route. Oh, yeah. F that stuff. Mostly when I come back home, I haul the mail. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I take my scenic route out there. That's a good idea. While you're and, still fresh. Yeah. And then on the way home, I admit it, I get on the freeway. You go straight to Kansas, don't you? Oh, no. When I come back <laughs> from that route, I go the northern route. Ah, Go through the only side trips that I take is I like to come through um, Buffalo National Park. Yeah. South Dakota. Uh-huh. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Wild Bill or something. And then I like to go through Deadwood. Yeah. That's out by Sturgis, folks. I stop at Sturgis, even though it's off season. Yeah. yeah. Got to. Then you get to hit and the Badlands uh, all the way through. Hit the Badlands. Yeah. But then after I get past the Badlands, throttle on. <laughs> I mean, no joke. Just hit it. No joke. So... That's that's the best story I have. That's as far very as, sporting of you. I mean, there's not many folks that could say that, you know, you come into an inclement situation like that, that they're just not going to stop and hold up. Well, do you notice every time I've come into those kind of situations, there was no place to stop and hold up. Yeah. I won't lie. I mean, that particular one there in uh, Dinosaur, Colorado, the and lightning. that's the name of the town. <laughs> uh, it was before I got to the town, probably 100 miles before I got there. but. Man. There was no place to hold. If there was a place, I damn sure would have. That would have been the safe bet. I mean, what's your options? Nothing. Exactly. And just pray. Okay, you thank God. Either I'm going to get through this or I'm not. You're, yeah. you're, well, this could be it, guys. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So, but other than just great stories at, you know, Laconia or oh, Sturgis man. or something, I've never been to Daytona. Have you? We've been down there. Yeah. It's, it's okay. I mean... In my opinion, back in the day, granted, probably before I was born, Daytona itself was probably just sick. But man, every time you go now, Daytona's not necessarily, in my opinion, the main attraction. It's all the outlying stuff that really that really brings the crowd in, you know, campgrounds, a cabbage patch, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd still love to be down there and ride an old vintage motorcycle on the beach. Frick. That would be cool. Yeah, get out of town. What I like about Laconia awesome. is it's old school. See, and that's one that I haven't been to. And that's probably that's probably one of the only regions in America that I just haven't spent a ton of time in. Like, literally one of the only states that I've not been into would be like a little bit of Vermont, most of Vermont actually, some of New Hampshire, and then Maine. You know, all the rest of the continental U.S., I've been there, um, uh, minus Alaska, if you call that continental. But uh, I understand there's, a, and I don't really know anything about it, maybe you do, is there's a um, a rally that is Sturgis-like, mm-hmm. but it's strictly for adults only. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. I think it's in Kentucky somewhere. Little Sturgis. Okay. I believe that's what you're talking about, it's it, Little it, Sturgis. That sounds right. Yep. And it, I mean... I wish I knew more about it. I'm too old and crotchety to go now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's a young man's game, I guess. It is. All the shit they say about it is true. 
And if you're interested in what they say about it, well, you know, look it up. This is a family friendly <laughs> show. Except for me. Except for you. <laughs> yeah. Skirting the edge. Yeah. I'm the dipshit out here ruining everything. But no, Little Sturgis is, it's freaking wild, man. And it's growing in popularity every single year. Cool. Well, that about does it for this episode. If you'd like to know more, get out there and experience it yourself. The only way that you're going to get it is to experience it. That's it. And make up your own stories. Until next time, be safe and keep writing.